Welcome to Ask a Leader. This is Claudia Shamba welcoming you to the May 10, 2016 edition of Ask a Leader. We'll have on, it's a ritual here, Orange County Registrar Voters, Neil Kelly. He'll honor our standing ritual covering the next election around the corner. Yes, the California primary is on June 7th, and we're not going to let it slip your attention. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. My guest is Orange County Registrar of Voters, Neil Kelly, here to take up the details, the logistics for local voters, and especially students for California's June 7 primary. Serving, He's serving here more than 1.6 million registered voters. Now uh, he's been at it for 14 years and counting. Prior to joining Orange County, Neil Kelly established several of his own companies, employing hundreds of people. He was also an adjunct professor with Riverside Community College's Business Administration Department and served as a police officer in Southern California during the mid-1980s. Neil's an appointed member of the United States Election Assistance Commission, Board of Advisors, and a few other organizations that we have run out of time to cover. And he uh, earned his Bachelor of Science degree in business and management from the University of Redlands and an MBA from the University of Southern California. He joins me again on this ritualistic basis every time we run into an election. Welcome back to the show, Neil Kelly. Thanks for having me back. Well, first of all, motor voter rules were made easier this cycle. Can you explain simply uh, and uh, briefly how this has made it easier for people to make that paperwork transition from becoming a, a California uh, license holder to a, a California voter? Well, so that's, that's um, there's a couple things happening. You know, DMV just recently uh, put a new uh, terminals in their offices to allow people to electronically sign up to register to vote. But I think the biggest change is going to come after the 2016 cycle, and that's when uh, the law AB 1461 will kick in and we'll, we will have automatic registration here in California, which means when you go to DMV, you get a new driver's license or you update or renew your driver's license, you'll be automatically registered to vote. You won't have to go through that process of signing up to register to vote. So that's coming a little bit down the road. Okay. And since uh, first-time voters may have done all their registration online or in the mail, what do they need to bring to the polling place? Just themselves. <laughs> we, we encourage them to, to come into the polling place, um, you know, prepare to vote. If they're a first-time federal voter, and this is a federal election, they need to show some form of identification. Now, that doesn't have to be a driver's license. It can be, you know, a, a school document. It can be a utility bill. Uh, but that's required for a first-time federal voter in, in the system. Other than that, if, they're, if they voted in an election uh, recently, then they're good to go. Well, the utility bill's got to have the right address on it that matches the precinct where they're voting. That's a good point. That's uh, correct. So, and the poll workers—they're all well—they're all well versed in handling all this. They are. We we give them a good training. But what, what's also helpful is in the roster, we prompt them by saying, "This is a first-time federal voter," so they don't have to worry about 
trying to find that information somewhere else. They'll, they'll know ahead of time. All right, we've got some deadlines to race right through. Uh, we've all received our sample ballots and our voter pamphlet information. So starting yesterday through 31 is when the vote-by-mail applications can be, uh, they're, they're, they're starting to move out. So um, how anything to add to that? Yeah, you know what's exciting is yesterday was the first day to start voting, uh, and we had people at our door at 8 o'clock, which was kind of exciting. That so we had our exciting. first voter at 8.01. But we will be mailing out vote-by-mail ballots this week. You're going to see those go out uh, over a few days' time. And we're going to be mailing over 700,000 ballots wow. to Orange County voters, which is a, which is a record. That, wow, that's wonderful. Yeah. Because uh, that I'm all about to turn out the best, the highest, and all Us that. Too. Oh, right, exactly. <laughs> well, May 23rd is the last day to register to vote. New citizens and military get a bit of a break. They they get from uh, May 24 to June 7. So uh, that's that's an important one. We don't have a same day registration for voters yet in California. That may be another proposition or another law later down the line. Correct. And, and if I could just add, you know, May 23rd is a really important date, especially yes. if students, if they're, if they're new registration, new registrants, because if they register as a no party preference or decline to state voter, they have options and they want to make sure that if they want to vote for a specific candidate that they're registering the correct way. So they have up until May 23rd to do that. Um, so, for instance, if they wanted to vote in the Democratic primary, they could still register as a no-party preference voter, and then select a Democratic ballot. Um, conversely, if they wanted to vote in the Republican primary, even though we have a presumptive nominee, they would need to register as a Republican. So there's some rules in California that you have to pay attention to. So that's why May 23rd is important. If you want to yes. participate in the, on the Republican so-called slate, that's it's essentially it's a closed primary for Republican candidates. And May 23rd is the last day you can register as a Republican and weigh in with that array of candidates. That's correct. Because they're all on there. I mean, the, many of them that have uh, pulled out of or suspended their campaigns, but they're still printed up on the the California ballot. All yeah, there's a few of them that made the, the deadline in early April to pull their names off. But you're right. There's still several on there. Okay. And then we have May 31, the vote by mail application uh, deadline, and voters overseas that they can go from uh, beyond the sixth, the June one through the sixth. So that that's an, another important day. It is, and if you miss that deadline, you can still vote by mail, but you need to come into our office to do it here in Santa Ana. Pick it up there. Yep. And uh, are, is there going to be any early voting for the primary, Neil Kelly? Well, so we're, we're calling our early voting period this vote-by-mail period, which is, you know, this 30 days ahead of time. But in-person early voting, you can do it here in Santa Ana at our offices. And then for the November election, we're going to have early voting sites throughout the county. Okay, and we will talk about that in in uh, early October. Yeah. So people are going to know exactly how to do that because the the Tuesday schedule is not always a workable one for uh, every single voter. And since we, we're both in on this in big time with the highest possible participation, that early voting is such an important feature. Well, if you've just tuned in to Ask a Leader at KUCI 80.9 FM in Irvine, my guest is Orange County Registrar of Voters, Neil Kelly, in advance of the California primary. We've gone through the the deadlines here and we talked he's already talked a little bit about ballot construction uh as we about the presidential uh campaign here uh you have to plan ahead as he mentioned so may 23rd not only do you want to um 
keep that deadline in mind, but also keep in mind that it's important to get confirmation if you're a new registered voter uh, to go to the OC dot, let me have it here, OC dot, ocvote.com and that way you'll get confirmation that yes you're registered and where you're registered all all that important information there's loads of it on there so uh, the statewide propositions are now uh, they're now filing on the general election ballot but we do have some local measures Uh, the county has some Irvine has one and uh, is there anything else uh, that we should be paying attention to well, you mentioned the big ones there, and, and you know, you're going to see a ballot that, that is not as long as it will be in November. Um, I think one of the things I'd like to point out is this, the U.S. Senate contest. This is unusual because we have 34 candidates yeah. that are running in that election. And I'm trying to tell everybody I can that on your vote-by-mail ballot, it's a vote for one. If you vote for more than one, because you're going to see a full page of candidates, that contest won't count for you. So we just are encouraging people to read those instructions at the top and, and select just one candidate. All right. That's important. So yep. um, then uh, the other thing, uh, one an additional thing is that um, over, <clears throat> over my sort of randomly and persistently querying complete strangers that meet more youthful demographic, because they're the ones that are, are tending not to be uh, tapped into the process here, that uh, I'm not sh- sure that enough voters understand the importance of participation in the primary because this is where the, only the top two vote getters are going to advance to the general election regardless of what party they're in. So we may find several two voters, two candidates from the uh, same party. So uh, I, I'm not sure why I, and I, I imagine you keep running into this too, and I want to know how you impress upon people the importance of primary uh, election participation because of that culling that we're doing when we when we vote in June. No, you know, that's a really good point. And, and I always tell people, too, if they're passionate about uh, a particular party or, you know, their personal beliefs, um, it's really important for them to participate because you're right. You can have candidates that are going to be, be advanced potentially from the same party. And, you know, that, that, that can exclude um, perhaps how, what you believe in or, or the party that you support. So if you're not out there voting for them, th- that's a problem. Um, California does have this top two primary. I think overall it works very well. But you're right. I think people still misunderstand a little bit. Um, you know, if I vote for uh, X party, that that person's going to advance no matter what. That's not the case. And and it's uh, it's for, for me to say, I don't think we put Neil Kelly in this hot seat, but There are stealth candidates that are put on the primary. The sole purpose to take votes away from a a legitimate nominee of a party. And so if you don't know who your candidates are, then that stealth candidate plays an incredible role in culling the uh, a certain party the nominees out of making it to the general election. So you have, a, a, it's a different distortion there. So, and I, I noticed uh, there was a, one stealth candidate on the 2014 ballot and appears again on uh, this year's ballot. So I, it's, I mean, it's fair game. It's anybody can file to run for office and pay their fee. How much do they have to pay to, to file? Well, every candidate is different, but it's based on the amount of uh, salary for that candidate. So it's a percentage of that salary. But I, I'll tell you, probably the average is between a thousand and fifteen hundred dollars. So it, uh, for some, it's maybe not a lot of money to then to 
to to contribute and uh, file and it's uh, it's pretty potent that those those campaigns that could split a vote in one party so that uh, other parties that are better represented in that uh, district are able to advance without all parties being reflected in the, the the general. Well, let's talk about the schedule on June 7. Polls open at 7 a.m. and they go until 8. And if there's a line out the door at 8 p.m., I'm waxing positive for a high turnout, no matter what the delay, will they be turned away, Neil Kelly? Not at all. If they're in line by 8 p.m., they are going to vote. Okay. And uh, actually, speaking of lines and uh, an extension, that kind of thing, I wanted you to tell us it's a new feature that for the vote by mail, uh, that you are actually, uh, there's a little bit of leeway as far as the properly canceled, stamped, marked absentee ballot, making it back, making it to you by Friday after June 7th. That's correct. So there's a new law in California that if you put your vote by mail ballot in the mailbox on election day, uh, we call it postmark plus three, uh, that if it's received by us within three days, which is that Friday after election day, it's going to count. Oh, and that's really a marvel. Well, um, and I, I next the next question. It's a it's a small uh, constituency, but one that exists all the same. Uh, I don't ask it idly because uh, I met a fellow on the L.A. Metro Rail, and I asked about whether he's registered, and he thought he was unqualified, and he he had some difficulty telling me. But I thought I know where he's going, and sure enough, he's a felon. And so now in California, as of just recently as uh, August of last year, felons. Uh, have can restore their right to vote. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in, in California, it's always been the case that if you uh, are a previous felon and you are off parole and discharged uh, from from your requirement to serve uh, your time, then you can restore your rights. The other thing that is confusing to people sometimes is realignment. You know, where you you've had this move of. People would normally go to state prison, perhaps, and they've been moved to county jail. Well, if they're a felon in county jail, they still have their right to vote. So it's very clear it's state prison or it is uh, on parole that you would not have your right uh, to vote. And you, once you've been discharged from that, you can restore your right. So, and that, uh, But there was a new provision in August of last year. Was there not that adjusted some of this? Correct. That's okay. the realignment piece. That is the realignment. Okay. Yep. Very, very good. Well, I'm looking over all our details. I don't know if there's any more deadlines that we need to cover or trends, maybe trends over the years that you want to share with us. Yeah, you've, you've definitely covered the deadlines. I can tell you the biggest trend that we're monitoring here on a daily basis is this tremendous growth in vote by mail over a 10-year period, 400% increase. You can't wow. ignore that data. Um, it's pretty clear that voters want convenience and they continue to request vote by mail ballots so that they have that convenience. You know, they're not tied to a specific date of vote. So uh, that, that's certainly a trend that we've seen. The other trend that we've seen is a tremendous move uh, or growth in the no party preference category of voters here in Orange County. That is now approaching 25% of the electorate. So that's also, you know, a big change over the last 10 to 15 years. So that makes it very important for the, the Orange County Registrar Voters Office to assist them with how they need to be properly registered for the primaries then. 
Absolutely. It's critical. And, and you know, if I could just tell your listeners one URL, ocvote.com forward slash mail, M-A-I-L, uh, that will allow you to not only look up your registration and, and see if you're registered the way you want to be, but you could request a ballot um, and, and have that uh, mailed out to you within 24 hours. All right. I've got that there. OCVote forward slash mail dot com. Thank you. Okay. Well, that, that's that's very, very important. Well, I'm glad to know about that trend. And I, I want to, I guess, slip in just one more sort of uh, advisory that there's two ways to get that absentee ballot out. You can either have it sent to your own address, to a, to a permanent address, have the ballot sent there, and your agent, your representative, can send it to where you are at the time, or you can have the vote by the the mail vote ballot sent to, uh, directly to where you are if you know you're going to be there for a certain while. There's uh, I know some of those they serve different purposes, so there's different ways I think for people to consider how they can handle that. So, Correct. All right. Well, Neil Kelly, it's always a pleasure to have you on. I know you're juggling as we get closer and closer <laughs> to the election. It's super busy. I'm so glad that you could give us the time today. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. All right. This is Ask a Leader signing off for more good programming for you in the weeks to come. It's been always a pleasure.